This podcast is produced by Unedited. Every minute, every day, I remember that, yo, this is not my position, you know? And if I'm going through this, I'm going through this to learn a certain lesson in life as God will put it for me. So it's the mindset of not sinking into the troubles, but let the troubles sink inside of you. Mm. Don't sink inside of the trouble, bro. Let it sink down inside of you. Then you will be able to think what the purpose for that is. Hello and welcome to episode 168 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. And this is a podcast designed to help you find more clarity in your thinking and experience a greater sense of happiness in your life. And having been through my own battles with depression and anxiety, I decided to create a platform to challenge the way you think and invite you to live in the moment. So recently the podcast hit 250,000 downloads, which is amazing. Like I'm fully appreciative of you guys. And I want to extend lots and lots of love out to you because without you guys listening, I wouldn't want to keep creating podcasts and episodes each week for you guys to keep learning and for me to keep learning and growing as well. So you push my growth as much as I try to help push yours. So I'm very, very thankful for that. And I'd like to invite you to um, leave a review of the podcast. If you've taken any value from any of the episodes, head over to the iTunes uh, podcast page for this podcast and leave a review and let me know your favorite episode what some of your biggest learners have been through listening to this podcast because it really means a lot to hear those but also the reviews help other people discover the podcast too so before we jump into this week's episode i just want to take a moment for you to check in with yourself and mentally emotionally spiritually just take a moment to just check in notice how it is that you're feeling and arrive in this space because i've felt a bit out of balance recently so i've been doing a lot of work to bring myself back into balance creatively emotionally mentally and I feel like I've got into a really nice space in the last few days I've been doing lots of yoga and meditating lots of exercise also like expressing my creativity with like more writing and and lots of sort of cool interesting you know projects and things that I've got on the way so it's been really nice to sort of bring that sense of balance into my life so I want you guys before we jump into this week's episode to just check in with yourself see how it is you're feeling notice it And then we will jump in to hear from this week's guest, who is Stoneboy, who is a recording artist from Ghana and rose to international fame after winning the BET Award for Best International Act back in 2015. And he's worked alongside some big names like Sean Paul, Trey Songz, Chris Martin. And he's recently released his Anloga Junction album. And he joined me on this episode to talk about some of the themes from the record and what he kind of learned during the process of recording it. So during this conversation, we speak about staying connected to cultural roots, turning feelings into songs, getting through tough moments and more. And the aim of this podcast is to inspire. So if you like what you hear from this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and help spread the love. But right now, let's jump straight in and hear from Stoneboy. Something that can touch the soul, not only something that can be used by the physical only, you know? So these words encourage the mind, the soul and the heart. So that's where it was coming from, literally, that you will rise, you have risen. Just stay true to your roots. Stay true to your roots. In this, in this case, goes beyond where you come from. Staying true to what you do, staying true to where you are, staying true to where you belong. And definitely from there, you're going to go places. So that's the, that's the overall meaning of what I, I wrote over there. But it was pertaining to my album, you know, the Anglonga Junction album. That, that, the album actually is, is rolled out with a, a, with a full emo, uh, um, 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 inspirational 
background to it and that is the side of it yeah so with with that like i love that man because i think it's so true like the more the more true you can be to yourself and to your roots the better you can be for yourself and then the better you can be for like everyone else around you right and i think it's a beautiful dynamic because you start to go exactly. down this route of actually if i believe in myself then I can believe in myself for other people. And then other people will begin to believe in themselves and they'll go on to help other exactly. people believe in themselves. So I think it's amazing that, you know, you find a way to communicate that through music. Absolutely. 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 So what's the, what's the, the messages then behind the new album? Yeah, that's it. That's the vibe. Like the new album is a combination. The theme behind the album, the mindset that created the album, is to unite the African sound with that of the diaspora, you know, um, specifically the same African sound that has had influence on the people of the diaspora and outside of Africa and their effects thereof. You merge that with the African sound. So what I'm trying to explain is that you're not going to find like, let's say uh, a countryside music kind of style on my album to say that the African sound has matched with, an, with, a, with a foreign or Western sound. You're not going to find like a typical white man style on the thing. But you're going to definitely find the African style that has influenced the, 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 the style from the diaspora coming back together to meet the original. That's just what I think um, the whole album is made of. And so by that theme, we find out that I represented that with Anglogan Junction, and whereby Anglogan actually is my ethnicity, is my roots that I'm staying true to. I'm an Anglo by 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 ethnicity, by virtue of where I come from. I am an Anglo boy, you know, just like somebody you say, like I'm a British. British is a country, but I'm a Ghanaian. But I know my roots. My roots right. go way down down into an Anglo. You know, I'm an Anglo boy. I keep finding, like I keep repeating. So that's how, that's the moral behind the whole album, identifying your roots and springing up from there, you know, to connect with other vibes as well that are on the same wavelength to create a beautiful masterpiece for the world to enjoy. Mm. You know, so when you pick the tracks on our album, you find out the major, you know, the language spoken in there is a typical majority i think at least 30 percent of the language spoken is local or probably 40 or 50 percent with the english and patois and whatever that comes with it so do you think then that generally you know as a global society that we're disconnected from our roots as a global society i think we're not disconnected we're only shifting about you know i mean that's the best way i can put it and uh, in its beautiful form is that we're all merging our roots. Like you find out an Indian can marry a British. We're all, you know what I mean? And they give up to an Indian British kind of guy. So we're only creating like sub, sub, sub beautiful mergers of each other's roots. That's how I can say, but we're not, by so doing, they're not disconnecting from the roots, but they're moving about with it. That's how I, that's mm. what I believe. So as a global society, we're not disconnected from our roots, but we are not, uh, the most I can say is that staying true to our roots is what it is. It's not about being disconnected. The truthfulness, the pride that we have to share where we come from and how we come from and even the going back to develop those places 
and growing their values and their ethnicity, the values and the, and the culture is more difficult these days. So that is what it is because mm. there's always like a race of supremacy of values and cultures. So you realize that some people are just, you know, that's how it is, but it's not that we are disconnected. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because like you said, we are, we are more shifting about, like you put it, you know, you can have a, a British boy marrying an English, uh, uh, Indian person. You can have a, yeah. someone from Africa marrying someone from, from marrying Japan from, or whoever. Yes. There's yes. this amazing mixture of culture. But then how, how, do, how do you think that affects the way that we kind of remem- remember our cultures? Like my family, although I'm a British boy, like my family's all from Italy. So like we're very much connected still into the culture in our house of... Of, of Italy so I've got an Italian, Italian badge up yeah, on the wall yeah. behind me so yeah. we're very much still connected to it you know whether it's you know we speak the odd word in Italian or the food we eat or the way that we operate mm-hmm. as a family and the things that we do so how do you think as we go through this shift in about of cultures and roots that we kind of stay with that we don't we don't lose that sense of actually the core of it which Come is on. that it's, culture yeah thank you I think you see you have a badge of Italy in your back that's a, that's a, a, an honest act of keeping your roots so there's no way that there's no there's no big way it's only the small things we do and staying true to the small things that add up to become the representation of our roots you know mm. what i mean so probably in the way we dress as african most often we have the bright color print and all that's like our tradition you find us and you know that's us um in today's era you find out that we have been able to modernize those things and now the with the fashion is even getting more beautiful with a blend of the african print and all of that so that is just by staying true somebody had to decide to stay true and do the little things and then it keeps blending up like the way the humans are blending up and having intermarital and having multinational multicultural you know yeah yeah mixes so the beautiful thing is that when your Japan culture comes to clash with my African culture as a man who's married to a Japanese woman, imagine how beautiful a blend it will be to have. Mm. So I think what we can do is to continue to keep doing the little things, which is even fun anyway in the end, you know? Mm, yeah, for sure. And I think that's what I love about it is like being able to identify with a culture, even though you're not there living that Thing exactly. every day you know i'm not in the mountains of italy every day where my family came from <laughs> or in the south of italy but i can still live through that culture in, exactly. in our approach exactly. you know and i think i think that's the amazing thing about it really is like exactly. yeah the roots the roots remain there for you in in ghana for me in italy but you can take those wherever exactly. you go you know so exactly. how's how's life in ghana at the minute what's the the kind of situation over there yeah the situation is on and on Coronavirus has added to the whole thinking and the thoughts of our living here as Ghanaians. But on the normal, I think everything else is intact. You know, it's an election year, 2020, and we're looking towards, we're looking forward to having a successful election. More political parties are being very active on the ground. Uh, people are also very expectant of so many things to be done, especially in the corona times, because a lot of people have lost their jobs. People can't go to work and be as effective as they would have been without the virus's emerge, emer, emer, emergence. Um, 
So life is just life is real. It's getting realer, and I mean, and it's somewhat mm. not too smooth for everybody across the globe. So it's the same thing that we're also facing here as Ghanaians because we have had a global pandemic to deal with as a people. Yeah, and are you, you locked down over there? Is, have you got the the, yeah. the lockdown in place? Yeah, it's partial lockdown anyway. Yeah, it's interesting the effect that it has, doesn't it? Just like even just it's a, a lock, shift yeah. of the, the the way we shift the way we have to live shifts the way we think about life, right? All of a sudden, you kind you start to think differently about our day-to-day life. Like, you know, without the having to go to work and get caught up in the stress and things around work, you start to think differently about your environment around you, the things that you are living and doing and the people you're spending time with. And it gives you a different, for me, it's given me a very different approach to normal day-to-day life, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have had to depend um, highly on the internet, you know? as people yeah. so i think that all these things is teaching us a lot of things to come because as far as i'm concerned the world is not coming to an end yet but there's a beginning of a lot of different ways of living life the new world order has to be introduced gradually to mankind you know what i mean because this is where we are this world in which we live is under high control of people in power and authority you know, and even spiritualities and powers that we don't have a clue about. So as ordinary human beings, I see this thing beyond the scope of just a pandemic or a disaster. You know, it is all, first and foremost, you have to think about the cost of this. If, it, if rain falls, we know it's rainfall. We know science has been taught us how rain forms to fall. We know, okay, fine. If the earthquakes we know that, all right, we can say this is natural disaster. You know what I mean? But this is not a natural disaster, my brother. This is made disaster. Mm. So you can't, I don't know. It's not a natural disaster. Definitely it's a made disaster. So then you should tell you that there are a lot of things going on behind the scenes in a lot of ways in a lot of places that are going to cause a lot of other things to happen. So this is one of the things that is happening out of the, the, the actions Mm-hmm. of mankind in different departments. And I wouldn't sit here and feel like it is not towards a certain course. I mean, it's either towards a destructive course or, or it is to, towards a developmental course. Even as such, we know that when we put out things, there's always a demerit to the merits. How mm-hmm. much more when the thing hits us and is like, you know, so... Yeah, man, this is my belief overall. And I know that gradually we're going to get used to the new normal. Yeah. And what do you think we will learn through this whole process and from the new normal? Yes, we're going through lessons right now, bro. We're learning how to depend on the internet. We're learning on how not to go out. We're learning on how to, to stay indoors. We're learning a lot of things the more because up until some time, we thought we had it for granted. You know what I mean? And who knows what's next? Because these pandemics have been buzzing our doors from time to time. Mm. The last one was the Ebola. The last, another one was a swine flu. There was a Zika virus. You know what I mean? So these things yeah. keep coming and buzzing us at the point in time. And none of these is natural, bro. I can't believe it's like, it's natural. It's like a rainfall. It's like a tree growing. It's like, 
NASA is all made. So we just have to be aware of the times and just keep moving. Yeah, I think I think for me, like the learning is that simplicity of life. You know, you know, when you have all of these things outside things that like you said taken away from you, and you're just focusing on like relationships via the internet, you know, doing work via the internet, being inside the same space a lot of the day, you start to find a different style of simplicity to life. You know, you take away all these external things like working, having to get to work, stressing about, you know, little things that in the grand scheme of life don't matter too much other than what you're living in front of you. And I think that's the thing that I've really found is stripping everything back and living a slower pace, but also a, a, a simple pace, you know, it makes us wonder like why, why we can't take exactly. that approach normally, <laughs> you know? Exactly. 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 And which takes us closer to natural living, you know, mm. simple living is natural living, you know, and closer to God. And do you, do you have things that you do um, kind of day to day that bring you closer to natural living? Yeah, man, I've always lived like that, bro. Even if you're living a humble life, it, it directs you to a natural life, like to earth, you know? So you are down to earth. If you're simple and if you're simply lived, determined as you are down to earth, right? So that's it. Every other thing that makes somebody say that you're down to earth is close living to nature. Because earth, down to earth. Yeah, that's very powerful, actually. I've never really thought about it like that. It's definitely... Uh a new way to think about things is like that, that saying down to earth is almost like a cliche, but like you said, it is bringing us back to earth, back to nature. Yeah, man. Back to, yeah. yeah man. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like man. that. <laughs> that's going to play on my mind now for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, man. So what, what, um, what challenges have you faced in your life? Have you faced any kind of like really big challenges that you've had to overcome and have kind of helped you cultivate this mindset i call myself the sufferer the ghetto youth president you know yeah man the sufferer becomes a victor if you don't suffer you can't be a victor born in the ghettos of a shy man you get me going through the slums you know average family you know at the age of 14 i had an accident that got me hospital reading for like a whole year Mm. and affected my life for 13 years onwards. Wow. You know what I mean? And after the 13th year, I did a surgery that took me on to 2003 to 2020. It's 17 years awful. So I've been living with, a, with, with, with you know, with, with, with my life has actually been fixtured around all of those, the experience, the having to struggle in that condition of somebody who's gotten an accident and lost his, I mean, I lost my knees at all, you know, and mm. I had to live by, I had to go do surgeries, and I still had to hustle through life with, the, with being a musician and an underground because that's the only option that you had, that you have to push to make sure, my brother, you're making a living or an ends meet for the rest of the family. So mm. whatever has changed or structured my state of mind is this sufferation, you know. That's definitely my turning point. And I'm grateful to God for that because I'm a big believer of God. You know, it says he will never give to you what you cannot bear. That was my prayer towards the whole time. So no matter what you're going through, no matter how huge you think the, turb the turbulence is or your trouble is, be hopeful that God will never give you what you cannot bear. You can bear this. And if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. So mm. this is how I've always lived my life, man. 
and making the best out of every single time because if I am alive today and I'm smiling and I'm talking to you today, I believe that I'm supposed to use this talk as a platform to move on to the next level or else it's a time waste. That's my mm. belief. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think it's a great approach, isn't it? Like learning from every moment because I think we often... Go, we go through struggles, right? And yours has been a long struggle. Yeah. Like you said, 13 years is a long time. And you go through these struggles and we let them like define us. We make, we make them what our life is instead of using them mm-hmm. as something to learn from so that we can we, grow. And without... Yeah, man. And the truth is we, we, can, we can use the situations to define us. We don't make the situation define us. Mm. Exactly. I was going to say we can use use the suffering and the pain <laughs> yes, to, to catapult you forward to learn to yes, grow. Yes. Yes. So how then? Because what I found is when I've been in well, those spaces and gone, what were you going to say? Oh yeah, man. I'm just adding a boiler. We don't have to make the pain and the suffer grow on us, but we have to yeah. use it to grow. Exactly. Because I was going to say, like when I found myself in those spaces, and my mine isn't so much physical pain like yours was with an accident. Mine was more mental pain and going through things like depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're in that space, it's very hard to see the growth and to see the learning and to see That's what right. actual good can come from it. So what did you do in those That's times right. where you're in hospital or just after the accident or you've had your knee replaced? Yeah, yeah. You, those moments to help you kind of get through that. Yeah, man, before I got my knee replaced, I've had a partial surgery that got my knee stiff for 13 years on my right knee. So um, every minute, every day, I remember that, yo, this is not my position, you know? And if I'm going through this, I'm going through this to learn a certain lesson in life as God will put it for me. So it's the mindset of not sinking into the troubles, but let the trouble sink inside of you. Mm. Don't sink inside of the trouble, bro. Let it sink down inside of you. Then you'll be able to think what the purpose for that is. So just as we go through the struggles, being strong alone, being strong as you go through the struggles, is a beautiful thing. And you see, not everybody has the mental capacity to be that, to be that strong. So it's well understood. That's why those of us that have gotten divine strength, we have to one, each one teach one. We have to continue to tell the story, to stay true to our roots, stay true to our stories, Mm. to be able to inspire other people to get the mental capacity and use us as examples who have gone through such and such to be able to overcome. So each one teach one. Mm. I like that. And I think, you know, it's, it is, to, it is good to be able to see the learnings and, and when you live them, you know, like I, I always say like I wouldn't be in a position I am today speaking with you on this podcast if I hadn't experienced what I had experienced all those years ago. I wouldn't have the, the perspective on life, the perspective mm-hmm. on my journey, the perspective on, on understanding and, and looking for those moments of things to yeah. be grateful for, to show love, to show compassion if I hadn't been through what yeah. I'd been through. So I think it's you know it's about recognizing that it's fine actually like if you are going through a bad patch Mm -hmm. you know it's fine to it's fine to be going through that it's you know everyone does but it's about how you respond to it like you said don't don't sink into it but let it sink inside you yeah you know it's the way to uh, approach it i guess isn't it exactly yeah so so then when you're 
you know, with someone and they're going through a kind of battle or a challenge and it's something that they feel like they can't see or get out of, what advice would you give them to, to help them through that? Yeah, uh, the thing is, first and foremost, I'd have to study what situation they're in, first and foremost, and try to put myself in that capacity and see what I can come out with being honest and being true to myself considering the situation before I can even advise them, you know, because that's the best way to do it. And then by so doing, you also study, you also study them and probably ask a few questions and see whether they are as potent as you to deal with mm-hmm. such a situation. Then you can know what sort of advice to give. So, you know, these are things to check before you speak or counsel somebody. You don't just use your yardstick, your mental capacity, your strength ability to just say, you should have done this, you should do this, you should mm-hmm. do that. Bro, it's not every one of us that is built the same way, bro. You know, we have, we have everybody's levels on a certain level. So if you're going to be in a position to advise somebody, you should take it easy and ascertain certain things before you you issue out the final verdict of what you think they should be doing or what you can help them with. Yeah, and I guess it's it's helping them understand, isn't it? Helping them understand exactly. how they can help themselves as well. Yes. Because like you said, it's not it's not always what works for me works for you. Like I might say to you, right, Stoneboy, I want you to do these five things mm-hmm. and you're going to be feeling better. But if you do those five things and they don't work for you, then what? Mm-hmm. We have to see, have- yeah, man, we have to... We have to um, make sure the five things suit your energy, suit your style, and suit mm. how you can take them one day at a time. Mm. You know? So, how do you go about nurturing those things then? Because I feel like it's it's an understanding, isn't it? Really, it comes down to understanding more yeah. about yourself. So, how um, would you go about nurturing that with someone? Yeah, understanding actually comes out of experience. That's why when you go to counsel people, you go to those who have a track record of what it is. You know what I mean? So it's your experience that's going to maybe to make you to comprehend. So have you got any challenges that you're facing now? Now, um, what I can tell you is that we're always, always facing challenges, my brother. You know, even to wake up and go to work and fix what you have to fix is a challenge. <laughs> you don't take it for granted, you know what I mean? So we're going through a lot, a lot more challenges and we're dealing with the challenges from, from the past where we're not even done yet with it. So sometimes maybe you have had to manage a certain situation all up until now. You will continue managing that situation until it's no more because every level has a new devil. So such is life. We only have to always remind ourselves to be courageous to encourage one another to face the journey of life. Because you, you can even say, if you don't have no problems. One time, one sometimes you wake up in the morning and your mood is all down just by just waking up. And there's, there's nothing wrong with you, but you just wake up in the morning and you're not feeling that way. That tells you that there's, there are things beyond our, 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 there are things beyond our vision. You know, so many things happen at different levels and different realms and different, you know, worlds. So, you mm. know, we're always facing challenges, my brother. We're always facing challenges. To eat, to even put food in your mouth, my brother, is a challenge, bro. Some people can't do that. Everything yeah. is a challenge in life, my brother. So currently, 
I'm just overcoming my challenges one after the other. Today, I have to do an interview with you. I have to do a couple recordings. I stood up to the challenge. I've done them. <laughs> I'm not procrastinating. See? Yeah. I understand what you mean, but you can't underestimate whatever it is that we overcome on a daily basis. All these ones are challenges. Mm, yeah, it's true, man. And, and I get that you kind of, you approach things with a lot of passion. I get this sense that you're kind of, you bring your learnings and your experience. And even if you do have challenges into things and you bring that with passion. So when it comes to like the music side of things, how do you bring that into the studio? You know, is it something that you kind of go in and you have a feeling and you want to make a track about it or do you sit down and pen something? Absolutely. I have a feeling and I need to do a song about that type of thing because it needs to be said. It needs to be done in a song. And even if I pen down anything to sing about, it's the same way. It's all coming right from the roots of my heart to pour out into the music. Be it love, life, be it relationship, be it political issues, be it social issues, whatever level it is that I'm inspired to, you know, to voice out. And do you, do you have to be like in a in a certain headspace for that? Or can you go in the studio and be like, right, this is what I'm going to feel? Or are there days where you're like, I'm not sure today? Yeah, man. Anytime that is a sure day, I have I must have to, you know, have it all up on my mind. Get into the studio, try to find which rhythm is going to sync with it, you know. And on some days too, you know, you don't have anything to to deal with. You just have to meditate, you know, and listen to one and two. And by the end of such days, you end up churning out some beautiful things as well. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? And I, I really like the. Um the idea of kind of working on a feeling to to create something because I feel like that that's the space that we operate the best from when we don't put too much thought into something and we operate from a a place of feeling and a knowing that we kind of just, it's just like, you know, you just do, you just like for you, it might be, you just get in the studio and you just do for a couple of hours, three hours. And then you come out and you're like, wow, that was, yeah, incredible same way perfect same way that's uh i think it's a great way to live man it's a great way to approach a lot of things you know because you 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 take away a lot of the the elements that we said the thinking and stuff and you just approach things you just do it and um, so out, outside of the studio have you got any kind of practices that you do you mentioned meditation like any practices that you do to help kind of tune into that feeling and that kind of nurturing that we were talking about yeah my one thing i know is that i love to think a lot like you know think about situations just go into that mental space where i'm thinking about stuff and i think that meditation comes under that as well underline and you know that's one of the things i love to do i take into consideration a lot of things yeah any good practices i think for me like the meditation really helps with that yes yeah. sort of sit sitting through your thoughts and sort of seeing them and, and getting almost inspired by that space, right? Exactly. Yeah. So musically then, do you, do you have like a, obviously the, the whole album is about connecting to roots and culture and all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But do you have a legacy behind the music that you want to leave behind? Yeah, man, behind the music, bro. I just want my music to be able to, to have in, inside of it content that people would, my music will become like a safe, a content safe. You know what I mean? That alone is something I want to leave behind. Aside any other thing else that is tangible. Yeah, man. 
by the lifestyle, by the things I represent for, and by the courses that I, but by the things that I stand for, you know. You see, you either stand for something or you fall for anything. You know, I'm standing for something. I'm standing for the liberation of the African youth through music. You know, I'm standing for spreading positive vibes through music, spreading love through music, living that life and making a change and turning things around as a musician, you know, you know what I mean? So not like a musician, you know, as a musician. That's what yeah. it is because um, this is what it's supposed to be. Great, 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 great people have come and gone, but has left down their music as a content safe, you know, and their lifestyle as an exemplary lifestyle of such and such content. So that's what I want to leave behind. On the musicals, mm. on the, like when it comes to the musical enclave. And what about outside of music? Are there things that you're doing that you want to create that legacy as well? Yeah, see, my life, yeah, my life reflects in and out. It's, it's, there's no inside only. It's both inside and outside. Bro, I leave the music, bro. You know? Yeah, man. When, when, when you have something to hide is when I don't have anything to hide. It's in and out. You know what I mean? It's not just in. It's in mm. and out. And outside that as well, is this same, I'm going to use this musical, um, uh, musical catalyst or music as a catalyst to get, to leave behind all these, all these legendary tricks. So mm. it has to do with music regardless. You know, as a public speaker, as the youth mouthpiece, as the youth representative, I, I, I do that through the music. So that's off stage and out of studio. Yeah, exactly. It's like a way of living, right? Rather than uh, a way to live. Exactly. Who, who are some of the artists that you have inspired you in this journey of like creating, like you said, a catalog of, of music to leave behind? Some of the artists that have inspired me are other great, great artists who have lived the same life you know, as a, as a way of life, you know what I mean? Who have left the musical, who has left morals in the musical content for people like me to come and meet. So we're talking across the reggae background, the dancer background, and the high life, hip life background, see? Because I can't, I can't mention specifics. I'm mentioning <laughs> genres, genres of music, you know, that definitely forms the musical, you know. And what about some of your uh, philanthropy work as well? I know that you, you're involved in a few things that are kind of yeah. more to do with the communities as well. Exactly. I have been running a seven-year program now, which is called A Shaman to the World for my community. It brings them free events once a year, crazy big event outdoor, and brings together all the Ghanaian superstars. This year, we're hoping to bring an international but uh, it ended up like the corona, so we're still working on things. And I have a beam shop in the city where I represent. I have a clothes shop, clothing shop right there, where people go to to grab souvenirs of myself and proceeds of such. Go into the communal, you know, go to support the communal people and fix ones and twos because we can't wait on the government to do everything. We are the government as well. So we have to manage mm -hmm. to get the government's hand turn towards fixing these things you know what i mean and is is there like a is there like a pressure that comes with that then in terms of like feeling 
you know, being, being like a leading figure for, for Ghana, for Africa, is there a pressure that comes with, you know, wanting to do those things that aren't just the music, that are helping the communities, that are giving back to, to Ghana, to, to, the, to the state of Africa, to all of those things? Yeah, man, as an African people and living in an African community, right, um, we know, I mean, we have been that system that has depended on extended families. We don't, we, we only recently learned how to depend on the nuclear family. So if a cousin of yours becomes a superstar, just always remember that that cousin of yours owes you an obligation somewhat, which is not supposed to be the realest way, but that's the community we live in. So that definitely comes with pressure. You know what I mean? Regardless, you'd have to be there. People knock on my door every fucking now and then. Some people say, yeah, I need to go pay my kids school fees. I need to do that. Can you help me? Like, it comes to a lot of pressure, but you can only continue to do what you can do as a human being because everybody needs help anyway, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful, man. I think it's a, it's a really great way to approach it is that everyone needs to help as a human being anyway. And if you're in a position to be able to offer that, then, you know, you, you do your bit, isn't it? Ah, perfect. So, man, I've got a couple uh, final questions for you. So first one is if we, if we went back in time and we could speak to a, a younger stone boy, so maybe stone boy before the accident all those years ago, what, what three bits of advice would you give yourself to start doing from that moment? Yeah, man, I just continue to tell myself to be strong, you know, and be determined and be focused and keep humble. You know, that's it. That's all I've been to bring me here. Pretty simple rules. It's nice. Simple, is it, is it, is it, yeah, it can be as easy as that, right? <laughs> it can't, it's what does, difficult. It's, it sounds simple, but it's really, you know, it's really Yeah, difficult. it's a lot of learning in that. Yeah. For sure, man. What, what does happiness mean to you? Happiness is finding peace, bro. Happiness is being at a peaceful place in your mind. That's happiness. Simple as that. Happiness is peace. If you have peace, you are happy. You may not need to be jumping up and down about the road and to show that you're happy. But peace of mind, you know, mental sanity, you know, no troubles lurking around, speak good, see good, hear good. It all translates into peace. And when you have peace, you're happy. Mm. Yeah, man. How do you find that peace then? Yeah, man, by staying in my own corner, bro by not over-availing myself into things that would distract my peace, you know. Like right now I'm in the house just by myself, bro. I go do studio and I come back and I talk to you. Um, God bless, I'm a huge super celebrity here in Ghana, but I don't walk about, I, I mean, my living space is my living space. That's my heaven mm. where I find peace and I'm happy. Yeah, it's about protecting that, like you said, right? Yeah. Well, look, man, this, this has been uh, really amazing, man. It's great to hear such an interesting perspective from the other side of the world. You know, it's, Thank you, bro. it's, it's amazing to see, you know, the work that you're doing is, is creating such a positive kind of inspiring vibe and, you know, doing that little bit to give back as well, man. It's, I think yeah, it's man. amazing to see. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Big up yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so before, before we sign out, do you want to shout out where people can find you online or where they can check the album? Right away. You know, people, big up on yourself and a storm boy from Ghana, a.k.a. the B-Mission president, also known as the One God. You can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. At Stoneboy B. S-T-O-N-E-B-W-O-Y-B. It's Stoneboy, 
but there's a B that's attached to the stonewall on all social media platforms so that it distincts me from any other fake stoneboy and everything is verified so you can also understand that it's the right thing to follow. Hit me at on YouTube at Stoneboy without no B. Stoneboy, B-W-O-Y-S-T-O-N-E-B-W-O-Y. Subscribe. I'm going to release new videos from next weekend from the album as well. And you can click www.buybean.com to buy the merchandise from all across the world. It's going to be sent to you via DHL and you can... Uh, talking of that goes for charity as well in Ghana so get Amazing. grabbing and stoneboyb.net is going to give you all the information that you always need to know about stoneboy www.stoneboyb.net so the stoneboy from Instagram Twitter and Snapchat is the same one that has a www.stoneboyb.net and you can be able to access every and anything that you want a graph, you know, big up yourself. When you go on my pages, you'll find direct numbers that you can call if you want to link up for anything. Let's get going. Love that, man. Thank you so much, man. It's been a, an amazing chat. Thank you, bro. I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful. Thank you, bigger, man. Bigger, 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 bigger. So there we have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this one. It's a really powerful episode there from Stoneboy, live from Ghana, which is amazing. It was great to kind of hear his experiences and the way he kind of spoke about his struggles and how he kind of got over those was really, really impactful and the kind of mindset around them was really, really powerful to me. So if you really liked what you heard in this episode, then please be sure to leave a review and even better still hit the subscribe button so that you get the latest episode straight to your phone. And if you know someone who you think would benefit from hearing this episode, be sure to send them the link, send a screenshot to them because it's important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. You know, I started this podcast to help inspire positive change and you can also be a part of that by sharing the love. And as ever, you can hit me up on Instagram at imalexmanzi. Feel free to DM me, say, hey, let me know what you thought about this episode and what you learned. But until then, thank you for listening and I will see you for the next episode. This podcast is produced by Unedited.